0: The thing is, Friday people are tired because it's it's a work day and but the show's yeah. late. And they fool themselves. Like people everyone thinks a Friday is the weekend, but it's really a work day, right? So people come out on weekend and then it's cold and they sit behind a tree. So that's that's that. Um Did I say sit behind a tree? What did I say? I
1: think that's what I you said. You know that's what you said. Oh man. I don't know what you meant. No, I meant uh we're both sick, everybody. Both yeah, me yeah. and Brian are sick I'm today. Not,
0: I'm not okay. Um, and I'm on a lot of drugs. Here's- Welcome back. BS with Brian Simpson, everybody. It was this? Is episode 57? 56. 56. Right? Yeah, something like that. It's something like that. I mean, no, you know, we're not exacting around here. Um, yeah, close we, enough for TV. We've officially hit enough episodes where... Uh, we can look back and see that we were horribly already? wrong about a lot of things Still there yeah, I'm here. you lost me,
1: yeah, no, you're back maybe I might i might plug in directly yeah we happening. we've been horribly
0: wrong about great many of things, which is which is how podcasts work. You put enough episodes out you, you know you look back and go,, ah.
1: you know, what um, would you say our biggest miss was? Um. No,
0: I I don't know about you My biggest miss, at least the one I'm the most ashamed about Is when I fucked up the, the, the Marine Corps ranks
1: Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> I, embarrassing, Brian Pretty it, embarrassing for you It was pretty embarrassing But you know,
0: you can't always win them all You know, you can't come in here on just any, any substances And just rec- start recalling facts, you know True. Um True. I think this is gonna be a mailbag episode. Oh, first elephant in the room, Diablo Four. Team, um, you know, uh BSers. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm sorry, I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name listeners. But uh but I'm I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed. I pre ordered Diablo Four. They had a free open beta this weekend. And once you get to like level eight or nine, you can't keep going until you unless you pre order. And it was they got so bad. They got your
1: ass so bad. They got me so
0: bad. That's like the that's like the drug dealer standing on the side going, pss, 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 kid. <laughs> and the first one's free. You know? But it was but it but you know what, man? Now listen. I have no because listen it's it's no different from from Diablo Immortal. I mean this game is way better than that one. But it's Diablo. The the, the graphics are updated, the mechanics are updated, the story not bad, you know, and just like Diablo Immortal, it's an excellent game. There's excellent gameplay underneath. Now, the beta open beta was free. So the question will, will be, you know, how will they monetize this game? Cuz that's what made Diablo Immortal one of the worst games of all time, probably. Like one of the most, one of the biggest middle fingers to a fan base that I've ever seen. You know, mm-hmm. maybe the Washington Commanders tops that. It's like a but, but uh, man, it was good. It was fun. I, you know, I don't know. I think it says a lot about like if you can only play Diablo for a limited amount of time. I think it says a lot about you which class you pick. You know, who you was, pick. There was a druid. There was a necromancer, barbarian, um, you know, wizard, or sorcerer. I forget which one they went with this time. And then,
1: I think that only was it. three of them. Only three of them were playable, right? Rogue, barbarian, and sorcerer, right?
0: Um, I don't know because I went straight for sorcerer. I ain't even try all mm-hmm. that other shit. I'm and a sorcerer. Two- I'm a sorcerer guy, through and through.
1: Or the other two, druid and necromancer, is that the yeah, other ones
0: in no, the in the main? Druid, ne- no, because I saw druids. I didn't see any barbarians.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was barbarian. Was I the saw other
0: druids. One. You know, you know, because you know what was crazy is the druid was bigger than the barbarian. You know, yeah. I saw a bunch of people because you're in the server with other people, so I saw people turning into bears and shit. I didn't see, and I saw people with skeletons following them, but I didn't. I don't recall seeing any. Uh, Anybody, but but that's I was just saying,
1: bar- barbarian, sorceress, druid, rogue, and necromancer are the five playable classes.
0: No, I think you can play them all, though. Because my boy said. Oh, he, you can? Okay. My boy said he was a rogue. I didn't look in on that. And and I'm pretty sure. And I was a wizard, and I saw druids. But you know what? I didn't see any barbarians. No, and I saw necromancers. So whatever. It was, But it was fun. It was very fun. It was it, The power fantasy is there. I I think they still get a little confusing when it comes to like all the shit you can do, in terms of adjustments and adding stuff to the weapons. I just think it's just, it's just a lot of shit. You know, it, it's it's beyond mere upgrades. You know, it's all this other shit that I don't want to have to worry I don't want to have to figure out or learn about. But I will. If, if the game just comes out just like it is now, and they have like a season pass model, I'm I'll be in heaven. And if they fucking play with me, is Path of Exile two is right around the corner. There you go. That still might end up being a better game anyway. And you know what's so funny? Um, it's not it's it's not too late to uh, I think it's not too late to refund the pre order because I'm, now that I'm thinking about it now that now that the high is worn off. Um, but Path of Exile is one of those companies where it's like I want to give them money and I don't even know how. Like do they, they? can just do a GoFundMe or something. Like, when is part two coming out? My guys, like I'm waiting on. It. Like, I'll I'll give them a thousand dollars if that game is gonna come out because it's been in the making for what years? They've been talking. Yeah, I'm looking about.
1: It up right now. Let's see. They're still they're still dropping expansions for uh, number one, which came out ten years ago. Right. And my my one
0: my one issue with Path of Exile is that they force the sex of your character. Like whatever class you wanna pick, if it if it's a male or a female, like that's what it is. You can't switch your sex. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah. Sor- the sorcerer in Path of Exile is a woman and you can't be a male sorcerer. And the barbarian is a man and you can't be a female barbarian, period. Which I think is kinda dumb. But that's my only gripe with Path of Exile.
1: Well, they're they're biological determinists, Brian. <laughs>
0: or or something. I mean it just seems like a weird restriction in a game that's so full of customization. It just seems like the strangest thing to restrict people on. But well, I know
1: some people were complaining about Diablo 4 how you couldn't like change the voice and they were there wasn't a lot of alterations you could make on the character designs. I don't know if that's going to be updated or upgraded for the actual Mm-hmm. Game release But some people Were complaining about that It depends I
0: saw. on how many Of us suckers Fucking pre-ordered the game <laughs> uh,
1: I don't agree yeah. with that I think I think they got I think I think the plans That they have Are the plans That they have right now I don't know If it's gonna affect anything
0: Alright Yeah But you know I let you all down And uh I'm a trader. I'm a trader. But let's you see If I gotta maybe, maybe I can give My money back Right now I mean But the thing is I know I'm gonna Buy the game anyway When it come out Sure. But uh, mm, giving it to him beforehand, though, that's, you can't do it. You can't do principle. it. Yeah. The principle of the thing. It's like it's like you just start to date somebody and you're just always available. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be over here anytime, just as soon as you call. It's like, you're not going to fuck that girl. You know what I mean? That's gross. It's like you just let you just let them know you're so desperate. Uh, just take all my money. I don't even need to see it. Right. right. Yeah. I trust you. But a free open beta? I mean, you know, that's a good way to get suck people in. Um, but here's what I hate though. You gotta wait, goddamn I think the real actual game don't come out until June. You gotta wait. That's too long. Uh anyway. Um let's let's do this is a mailbag kind of day, right? There yeah. hasn't been a yeah. great video game that's come out in a long time. I mean I'm Hogwarts was, the last Hogwarts was mechanically damn good. But I lost interest so fast. You know, it's so funny after we had the conversation about it. I haven't played it since. And this and it's, and it wasn't even on some moral shit. I just I just lose interest in games like that.
1: It Over- apparently had a huge drop off in the number of active online players. Yeah. Like uh, right, right after all the kerfuffle died down about the political shit.
0: That's usually what that's usually how it happens. Right, when, right when people
1: shut the fuck up about it, that's when it's that's when
0: they don't have no attention.
1: I mean Elden Ring Elden Ring was pretty dope, that's recent.
0: See, I I I never could get into Elden Ring. I tried okay. so hard. And I didn't realize that like <laughs> Steam won't let you refund the game twice. So if you if you refund the game and then you buy it again and try to refund it again, they won't they won't let you do it. Because Elden Ring's one of those games where Where I think it because it has a reputation of diff, for being difficult in areas where they couldn't they would make they would they would purposely make it frustrating for no reason so, because they're like well we're Elden Ring that's what it's supposed to be everyone's supposed to be frustrated but it's like just shit like the menus like you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't change or well, like how the button layout when it, well, at least when it first came out the buttons in the menu were for controller only. Even though I just bought the game on the oh. PC, and you have to change it, you have to like dig deep to change it, you know, little shit like that. Like a lot of it just seemed like just getting, just playing the game was frustrating. Not even getting into that the action and the fights and stuff, but just it was just I don't know. I just didn't get. I couldn't get into it. And, and I was didn't crazy. They that, didn't,
1: they, didn't they do that with like poise in one of the like in one of the games? There was a there was a attribute. I think it might have been Dark Souls Two. There was an attribute that didn't actually do anything oh, and it was no. just a trap for people that oh, see, you th- yeah, you see, never that told you of, what it was.
0: That kind of shit makes me like, I'm not fucking with this bullshit, man. I'm not trying to be, listen, div- I don't know why game developers do this, but like something being difficult, even though something difficult can be frustrating, making something just intentionally frustrating for no reason isn't, isn't difficulty. It's just bullshit. Right. Yeah, and and that and, and I mean within within ten minutes of me downloading the game, something always happened with me. Like, man, fuck this game, you know. And I, I see, I like, to, I watch, I like to watch, um, you know, little clips of it and shit. Like, it looks cool, but it, I don't feel like it's worth whatever amount of time people put into it. You
1: know? so, that was a frustration I have with Bloodborne, which I I have because I got it on PlayStation, uh, whatever the you know, the year long subscription is PS plus or whatever it was. I got Bloodborne. I love the style of Bloodborne and everything, but I played it and I was just like, I don't have time to get good at this game. Yeah, yeah, And literally from the very beginning, the first thing you do in that game is like, okay, choose your starting weapon loadout. And I chose wrong. I didn't choose like the saw thing that like extends. And, and I chose like the big ax and they're like, oh yeah, you shouldn't have done that. I'm like, well, I don't want to fucking start over. Oh, the game three. says that. The no no I looked up online I was like why can't I can't, I couldn't do anything in the game like I was just getting my ass beat bad and I have played Dark Souls before so like I know about From Software hardness you know what I mean I know about right. their From Software From Software difficulty remember Ninja Gaiden oh, and, dude that game was so fucking hard
0: it was so hard but that game was hard because it was just difficult it took skill to play but they did at no point did they
1: purposely like frustrate you. They didn't purposely trick you in that game. That was that was just a yeah. pure skill issue.
0: Never beat it. I don't,
1: I don't know anyone that's beat that game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody who's played Ninja Gaiden and actually beaten that goddamn game. No. You're talking about like the NES version? Yeah, kind of like the, not, the no, not
0: any. I think it was N64.
1: Oh, oh. well, there there was the well, no, not, no, Ninja no, Gaiden.
0: No, Ninja Gaiden. I know people that beat that game. I'm talking about the 3D joint when it first when it when it first went 3D. Oh, it maybe it was maybe back. that was even Xbox. Yeah, I think it was Xbox. I think that was Xbox. But yeah, it was, was Xbox. it was pretty and it was fucking hard. It was real hard. Um, yeah, but I I don't wish my core my core game that I play like constantly is Overwatch. Like I'll I'll stop playing Overwatch to go and play a little game over here and come back. But Overwatch is the one that that sucked me in, you know. And I only and I can't even explain why. Are you tired of your dick sticking to your balls? It's uncomfortable. It's sweaty. Nobody likes it. Enter sheath underwear. It has two pouches, one for your dick, one for your balls. Sheath underwear comes in tons of cool patterns to help you look good and feel comfortable. It is. I use them. Um, I don't use the dick pocket. I do use the ball pocket. Um, and it's revolutionary. All my underwear are sheathed now. Um, go ahead and live your dreams without your ball stuck to your leg. For our ladies in the audience, check out Sheath Sports Bras, Bikini briefs, and Boy Shorts. Do they put your titties in a pocket? Too? Okay, like I said, that is what a bra is. Um, go to sheathunderwear.com and use code BS to get 20% off your first order. Plus, Sheath Underwear is 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. We'll take them draws back. That's SheathUnderwear.com, promo code BS. Get Sheath Underwear. Support the show. Support your balls. I don't know. Anyway, it's mailbag day, right? Let's do mailbag shit, can we?
1: I don't see any starred ones.
0: You said you starred.
1: There's plenty of starred ones in there, Brian. There's four. Okay, I see. No, there's way more than four. But when we when we start down, there's four further At the bottom, do you ever mark? Do you oh. mark them as unread? I don't mark them as unread. I just put the star on there. I can mark oh, them as unread. Okay. Well, no. Let's do this. Okay.
0: Nico. Okay. Do you want me to say your name? Well, I did. Okay. I have a girl I love, but she don't do shit around the house. Best way to bring that up. By the way, oh, best way to bring that up? Question. By the way, you funny as shit, always a fan. Um put that bitch out your house. What you mean she don't? That because look. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 hard to write the perfect email because you got to strike that perfect balance between giving me enough information to go on and also not writing, you know, a fucking novel, right? So I have a girl I love, but she don't do shit around the house. Now, now, listen. It, if you're saying she stays home all day and don't do shit, yeah, you gotta put her out. You gotta put her out because that's gonna that's gonna get out of control, and that's gonna it's gonna slowly. Because listen, love's not enough. You know what I mean? And that's not just a great James Bond film. That's the truth. You know, we, people been telling us this that from every generation. What's love got to do with it? You know, et cetera. But it's like, you can love a motherfucker from a distance. You know what I'm saying? But you, but it, but you come home every day and ain't shit done, and you got to do everything around the house, you're going to start feeling underappreciated. You're going to start resenting her, and it's going to end badly. And you might have a couple fucking children before it's all said and done. With a bitch you can't stand now. That don't do shit around the house. And then your kid's going to grow up in a dirty-ass house because you ain't even going to be there. Now I'm catastrophizing. But, yeah, I'm like, hey, you. you I, this is one of the things you got to be direct. You know what I'm saying? I, and and I don't know what type of person your girl is, but I think it's, it's, you got you have to lead with how this makes you feel. Like, babe, when you don't help out around the house, it makes me feel X. You know? And she gonna either receive that or reject it. If she rejects it, you gotta let her go. You know what I'm saying? Now if she mm-hmm. worked too, and you no, know, still, still, chores are the foundation of every relationship. Or let me let me let me let me let me, let me, let me uh, restate that. Responsibilities are the foundation, and like, and how they're divvied up, and whether everyone feels that, that it's fair, whether everyone feels because 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 the thing is. Right now, you have a dependent, not a partner, and no one's look. No one wants that. I mean, I don't. You know, this is just another child that you got raised, and then you, this ain't one of your children. You trying to teach her how to be an adult? You know, I, I. Man, this would this would this would fucking kill me because people very close to me. I have uncles and and brothers and all that that I've seen grow up with good-for-nothing assholes that I just wish they would have had the balls to fucking kick to the curb. Um, yeah, but it always ends bad. It always ends bad. What do you think, Rob? Uh,
1: yeah, he doesn't give us a lot of information, but uh, assuming that she's not doing any, any housework or whatever and you want... I'm going to assume that he wants parity with that because we're kind of past the point where like the woman's supposed to do all the work in the house, right? I mean, unless she unless she unless she don't work. Yeah, if she doesn't but he says I feel like he would have brought that up if that was the case, right? If she wasn't working and she wasn't doing anything around the house, don't you think he would have brought that up?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she she uh this material. Okay, she yeah, I mean I mean, I I mean, I feel like listen. If you home all day, you definitely got to do the bulk of the work.
1: Yes, I agree with that one hundred percent.
0: And if we both, if we if we're both working, you damn sure can't be doing none of the work. Or or hey or hey babe, let's let's say we both work. Hey babe, let's hire a maid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I think you gotta you have to but you have to because because here's the real talk, bro. So many relationships break down because of lack of communication. And you have to just be direct about what you want, like what you need to feel supported. You know, and your feelings about this whole subject. You gotta be able to and that, a lot of times men don't know they have a hard time with that. But like, hey babe, this frustrates me, this makes me feel like I like I'm alone, it makes me feel like I'm not supported, it makes me feel like I wanna fuck other people. <laughs> You know what I mean? Whatever the truth is.
1: I don't know if I dropped that last part, but I think you're 100% correct about the, um, the issue, explaining your issue. Don't get caught in the trap of having an argument about who's doing the most work because she's going to have something locked and loaded for that. You, you need to have a discussion on her terms, which is, this is how this makes me feel. When I when I come home and you haven't done goddamn thing, and there's dirty dishes in the sink or what whatever whatever the particular thing is that you know you wish that she would do and that. she's not doing, just say this is how it makes me feel and this is what I would this is what yeah. would make me feel loved.
0: Now, unless now now here's the other thing, Nico. Unless you tell me that she's this rare unicorn that just all she do is stay sexy. Always smelling good, and as soon as you come in the house, she dive at your dick and 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 suck DNA out of it. Then you, if you if that if you got that, you probably should be quiet because you gonna fuck that up. You know that's just the price you got to pay to get superhead every day.
2: But that's the and only enough. way I
0: could justify this behavior. It's like, you don't do anything around house, you don't contribute whatsoever. Nah, nah, come on, you know. But you knew the answer to that, man. You did, you did. This must be this. This girl must be bad. This girl must be bad. But you know what? I ain't never had no no chores, pussy. I ain't never had no pussy where I'm like this. I'm. A, I don't want this girl to have to lift a finger. No. But I hear it's out there. I hear it's out there. Um, we got a voicemail. That la-
1: that, that that don't last though. No. No. I
0: mean, I mean no. You, got, know. you got them rare. Like I said, there's rare unicorn freaky motherfuckers out here that's like. They doing they doing all those things that you want, you know, and and maybe yeah you're right they don't last. Maybe you could be placated a little bit, but ain't no motherfucking way I'm gonna be paying I'm gonna be paying bills and coming home. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, you uh, know well bills.
1: also also when you're when you're when you're 60 years old, I promise you you're gonna care more about a clean house than a well sucked dick. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. And
0: for me, because I, I would just get to the point where I'm like, let's hire a maid. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like if you don't want to do shit. Let's just hire me, because I don't want to do shit either.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Or maybe I ain't got it like that. Okay, hold on. Just once. What the fuck? I can't, uh... I can't play the Tony uh, Rouse uh, voicemail. Let me see here.
2: Yeah, start that one over. Find something positive in this show to make you a better person, Mr. New Zealand. Come on. Find something positive in this show, Mr. New Zealand. Oh, jeez. Uh... Free for Saudis, yeah, yeah, no homeless people. That sounds good, except that it seems that uh, everything has a price. So to have a free house for a Saudi, I guess what they normally do over there is they bring in a bunch of workers from India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Nepal, treat them like shit, horrendous injury rates, loads of people dead in construction, and then when they no longer need it, you just send them home. It's like uh, you know, you buy a Tesla so you can.
0: Well, we do all that shit here, too. <laughs> yeah. Right? We do all that shit here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't get we don't free houses and gold and fucking...
2: ...so you can virtue signal about how great you are, but according to Sajath Kara's book that I recently read, for every Tesla you buy, there's a 17-year-old girl with a baby strapped to her back working in a coal boat mine, both of them being poisoned and dying. Oh, jeez. The positive things just keep coming, Brian. We want every banker to be Epstein. Uh Okay. We want
0: th- hip That's that's not fair, Tony. I didn't say every banker. Just most of them.
2: Right.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, not every single banker. Like I don't want I don't want tellers getting dragged out in the street. But I I want listen, I I put it like this. I would settle Oh fuck no. I would settle for uh I would settle for a uh just one banker being executed per um decade spanning fraud. That yeah. seems reasonable. Okay.
1: Whatever the minimum number is to keep the rest of them in check.
0: Right. Like whichever banker has to die for the rest of them to like behave. Yeah, yeah, that's all I want.
2: Like me, I can't afford to eat in the restaurants the bank is eating. That's already happening, bro. Oh, a time machine, a time machine. So we come back, go back in time, and we can hear the noise that people make when their heads get chopped off. A, a cheery thought, a cheery thought. But uh, then I finally came, and I probably already knew this, just hadn't been paying attention. Something positive. Rob's going to have a baby. That's awesome, mate. I know from listening to your show that you're going to be a fucking awesome dad. That kid's very lucky to have you. You're caring, you're compassionate, and we need more parents like you in the world. See you, guys.
1: Oh, that was a very oh, that was a very kind thing for Tony was, to say. That was very sweet. I, uh, um,
0: yeah, I mean, of of the two of us, I think it's it is definitely better if Rob has children. And I, and I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't care enough.
1: Uh, uh, oh. I just said uh, we just had our baby shower over the weekend, and I got sick as shit from it, Brian.
0: Yeah, from all those other people with those nasty ass kids.
1: Correct. Yes, we were staying in my sister in law's house, and she has four children, and they're tiny little petri dishes running around, and I got very, very sick. But you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, unless it fucks you up.
0: Yeah, that's what they say. Um, let's just call this person Greg, Gregory, Gregory. Uh, hey, Brian, just watched you on YMH podcast and need advice with starting a new relationship with an old girlfriend. Nope, <laughs> I don't even need to read the rest of this. Absolutely <laughs> not. Why are you doing that? Why are you going and (laughs) digging in the garbage for something you threw away? Now, listen, there are minor exceptions to the rules. I I will read the rest of your email. But just in general, 99% of the time, this is a bad idea. Because your first relationship ended for a reason. And usually those reasons still apply. You know, going back to an ex is just... It's it's an it's a it's just easy access to intimacy. You know what I mean? You don't have to you don't have to crack the combination anymore. You you know you don't have to do the work to getting to know a person and slowly being more vulnerable and slowly letting them be more vulnerable. So you go back to your ex where you don't got to do any of that. You already know if you know if they do the right they got the right look in the right body language. You already know you about the fuck. You already know you got them all figured out. But that's why you left their ass. When you left them, you had them figured out. So anyway, there are exceptions again. But let's see where we, where we headed here. I dated this lady when we were both 19. We're 32 now. Okay, I was going to say that's one of the exceptions. It's been a really long time. It, it, no, that's not an exception. But that's one where I think I, I understand why you would assume that it is. But this is dangerous, right? And I'm, I'm, again, I'm going to finish this letter. Can I ask a question
1: real quick, though? What? Can I ask a question. So, it is <clears throat> does that change the calculus for you? Because you know, nineteen to thirty-two, you're basically in some ways a different person. In some ways, you're the exact same person. Right. But in some ways, right. you could be a different person.
0: No, but but here's the danger here, and I've and I've done this. Plenty of people have fallen victim to this. The problem is, you da- when you date somebody when you're young, and then all these years go by, because your because your core person doesn't change. True. You know what I mean? So, so it's like you, all these years go by, and but but you, they are a different person, and that's where it's dangerous because it, it's very easy and it's it's damn near impossible not to you you sort of give them credit for the so you you don't make them start over in in terms of getting to know you and because they are a different person, you don't know this motherfucker. At thirty-two, unless you tell me y'all been keeping in touch this whole time, but otherwise mm. you don't know this person, and yet you're you know you're letting them in the front gate, and mm-hmm. you're not treating them like a new person. You let them right in, like y'all picking up where y'all left off, and you're, you're waving right. them
1: through security.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you waving them through security just because you recognize their face, and you don't know shit about them. You know, so that that's that's the hardest part about this. But let's see where this goes we were both 19, we're 32 now. We dated for a short time. The breakup was prompted by me cheating on her, okay? She ended mm-hmm. up dating my cousin a few years later and has been around my family since then. What do you mean, been around your family? <laughs> you mean she fucked everybody? Hold on, my cousin dated her for several years. That relationship fizzled out, but she is still good friends with my family and even works with them on a food truck. Boy. <sighs> okay. <laughs> My cousin moved on to a new girl already. He is out of the picture completely, and this girl is straight up. She's loyal, has a good worth ethic, and doesn't have an attitude or sass. What prompts the new interest is buying and selling weed to each other, but not really hanging out too much. My family has been trying to hook me up with her, but is trying to be subtle about it. Also, she has been more friendly than usual. Gives me certain looks, trying to extend conversations, so I'm not misreading any signals. She also looks hotter than usual when we do small deals. (sighs) For your information, I have a real job. The weed thing is just a personal use. I don't like being set up with women because I like to pursue them. The real issue is that she dated my cousin for so long. I'm not sure if she has an S T D as I don't have (laughs) as I don't have any and I'm careful. I'm looking to get serious with the relationship. Wife, kids, etc. Neither of us have been married or have kids. I'm finally at a point in my life that I can afford to do that. I'm fairly certain she wants that also, which is why her last relationship ended. I, I never hear or see my cousin in Israeli at family gatherings, but might end up seeing him at holidays. I guess it wouldn't be too awkward. I'm not the type of person to really care about what other people think. Plus, everyone seems cool with it. My question for you, Brian, is do I lean into this and try to start dating her, or do I back off? You back way the fuck off. What are you talking about? Because... Goddamn. God damn. How do I do this without sounding like Kevin Samuels?
1: Um, I say you lean into the Kevin Samuels on this one, Brian. Do i
0: top G. Um, <laughs> no, no. Because, listen, man, first of all, you 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 you're trying to you're gonna throw a grenade in your social circle here. One, right. Two, if this ends badly, she works with your family, so you got to see her all the damn time. Um, three, you know she broke up with you and dated your cousin. You know what I mean? And now for whatever reason, she's 32 and single with no kids, working on a food truck. I think I think you can probably do better, bro. Like. I, you know, maybe she's looking hotter than usual or whatever the fuck. But, but this just seems like chaos that you don't need. You know, you're not in love with this girl. You know, the you know, this just seems like easy to you. Like, you know, like I said, this is a situation where you don't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna require much of you. And that and that and that's that's so tempting, but it's not the move. You know, this this girl is, uh, for all intents and purposes, a loser. You know, I mean, I, I just feel like imagine that the situation was was reversed and you've been working on her family's food truck since, you, you know, y'all dated in 19. You left her, fucked her cousin, broke up with them. Now you working on her family's food truck. Now she come back. She she got a successful career. You ain't say what you did, but now you can finally afford to to have kids and a family. Right, so so she she comes back. She she's she's she finished nursing school. Now she making she making six figures, and you working on a food truck. You you think you think y'all got a chance? Hell no. Hell no. This uh, you know. And now listen. Now, here's the other thing. I'm telling you what you should do. But I understand that love is tricky. Those feelings are tricky, and I and if you if you if you dive in, I forgive you. You know, but this doesn't sound, on paper, this don't sound like a good idea. Your abuela, she would say the same thing I'm saying to you. Or maybe not. You know, because grandmas, they get to a certain point where they just want grandbabies and they don't care what decisions you're making.
1: Yeah, he says that his family is sort of not pushing him into it, but. Yeah,
0: but family's a vague word.
1: Which people in the family? Not everybody. Not your cousin. Hmm. Probably not. Well, you never know. Maybe the cousin's like, yeah, get, get her Get her away from me. Close that door for me. He's falling for pussy
2: by proximity.
0: Yes. You, hey, this man out here—he breaking out the Correct. whole education. Pussy by proximity. Yeah, it's because it's there.
1: It's easy. It's yeah. easy. He feels like this is a known quantity because they dated when they were when when they were nineteen, and he sees her every once in a while because he does his little these little weed deals and shit. And uh, it's a dog going back to its own vomit because it's right there on the floor.
0: Yeah, man, this is um,
1: low low effort.
0: Yeah, this is a this is this is this is a, this is the fallback. That's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like you 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 her fallback plan. You know what I mean? She's made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, and now you there. You know what I'm saying, and, and maybe she is what's best for you. I don't again. I don't know this girl. I don't know her intentions. I don't know her heart. But but it looks like uh, neither do you. You know, so
1: good luck. I, with uh, that. Uh, also, he he's not he's not saying you know hey you know <clears throat> shit went sideways with this girl last time that we were together. But now you know we're older. We're different people. And I think I'm I'm in love with her. He doesn't say that. Mm-mm. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is is. He's potentially ready for something deeper, kids, marriage, et cetera, and he's going to go back to somebody that he used to date and that his cousin used to date? No.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a bad move. That's a bad move, my guy. Hey, hit us back up. Let us know how this turns out, okay? Um Also, it's like they never include a picture of the baddie because that also changes, <laughs> that changes the calculation. Like I said, because there's – there's rare. Like, this is what I'm trying to say. This is a bad. This is a bad decision, but there are women out there who you know, who I would totally understand if you made that bad decision for. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You don't make. You don't gamble. Cause listen, this could be the greatest girl that's you ever lived, That's just she could be the diamond in the rough that everybody just kept walking by. You know what I mean? Um, but that's unlikely. But you, but if you if you take this gamble on like a regular girl, nah, absolutely not. Even if you take this gamble on a fucking smoking hot girl, it's still a bad idea. But I'm like, I get it. But just a regular girl, nah, that's not worth it, not at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you 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 got bad judgment. Don't do it. Okay, next uh, email. Let me see here, Drew. From Drew. Wait a minute. Killer Robots. Hi, Brian. I was listening to you on WHAMH, and you talked about the new police robots in L.A., and it reminded me about what happened in Dallas in 2016. There was a shooter held up in a parking garage shooting cops. The police sent in a robot used to disarm bombs, I believe on the pretense of trying to communicate with the shooter, but the robot was actually packed with explosives and blew the person up. I always wonder why this didn't get more coverage or any legal ramifications at all. If a robot murders someone it can get tricky with trying to prove who is responsible. Just wondering what your opinion is and if you think they will actually add guns to AI-controlled robots. Is there any way for the outcome to be a positive one? Well, I don't think the robots will be AI-controlled, but they're definitely going to put guns on the motherfuckers. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think as soon as they start putting guns on them, it's only a matter of time before they start making them AI-controlled. Yeah, yeah. But see, I don't know. They're already test. They're already testing AI drones for the military. I mean, listen. They maybe the patrol wise. Like, like I
0: said, yeah, th- there will be some kind of AI that is adjusting the algorithm for when they patrol and stuff like that. But I think once when they start shooting people, like that's somebody making that call. That's not the, like the AI oh. isn't deciding when they engage. I think it's just patrolling until and then alerting and then someone else is making the decisions. Like, uh,
1: I think I think maybe I have to disagree with you on that one actually. I think I think that it is only a matter of time because because by putting it in the hands of an AI, it alleviate it, it relieves the police who are putting the robots out there of the quote-unquote responsibility right. for the people that they end up killing.
0: But here's, here's what you're missing, Rob. By putting Go If ahead. you put it in the hands of the AI, then it may start, it may apply the law evenly.
1: Well, Even. no, they know e- it's not going to do that because they're going to train it on racist data.
0: Oh, uh, is that what you think? No, but I mean, what what happens if it sees the, you know, because whether they admit it out loud or not, cops break the law all the time. And they let other cops slide. They let other cops speed, like even off the clock and stuff like that. And what if this? What if this AI don't give a fuck about none of that? He's like, you broke the law. Like, like they're gonna lose some of it. If they just let the the robot decide everything, then it's gonna be a a lot more cops in trouble for things. That's true. So, but
1: are they gonna are they gonna be are they gonna think of that? I don't know if they always no, think I mean, through they, the well they are not gonna the, think of
0: it, but they're gonna become aware of it real fucking fast and they're gonna do something about it. <laughs> you know?
1: No, you're right. The right the fir- the first time the first time it, it uh it shoots a cop an off duty cop for running a red light, then uh, they'll they'll shut that right. whole program down.
0: Right, exactly. Um All right, next question. Brian, I love your comedy. I've been following you for a few years. I don't know what to do with myself around on Sunday afternoons. I'm all done with my weekend catch-ups. I don't know how to relax. This stuck, doomsday feeling comes over me. I feel like if I'm not working, fixing house stuff, I'm worthless. I wish I could kick back like I used to. Um, that sounds like depression. Right? I don't know. I've been following you for years. Following me for years is a sign of depression. Um, I don't know what to do with myself around on Sunday afternoons I'm all done with my weekend catch ups this must be a British guy Um, I don't know how to relax oh man well yeah that's that. I don't have that problem at all I don't know how to relax (sighs) sounds like you need to work I don't know burn off some energy um and this wasn't really a question. This was just you going, I'm worthless. I wish I could kick back like I used to. So you're saying you lack the ability to chill.
1: Yeah. He's asking how to chill. I think that's, Oh that's the yeah, of man. Email. You know, that's
0: when I recommend maybe a little marijuana, um, perhaps some psilocybin. Um, uh, they're both, well, the marijuana makes you feel chill, but it doesn't help. Um, and the psilocybin is gonna make you see the problem, but also it's not gonna give you the solution. You just kind of got to be smart enough. Now I don't know how smart or dumb you are the person writing this, but if you're at least a little intelligent, um, I think that'll help. But uh, but I, I know what you mean—the the stuck doomsday feeling. Um, like, is this all there is? You know, you're just working and fixing stuff and going to work so you can have enough money. To, to go back home and fix stuff and go back to work. And it feels like this never-ending bullshit cycle. Um, but just don't don't hurt anybody, unless it's a banker. <laughs>
1: um. I would also say part of this is, yeah, this does sound like depression on one hand. And a lot of times people use work as a way to distract themselves from their depression or their existential angst. But this also sounds like anxiety. This sounds like he's shutting down because he has anxiety about the upcoming week, right? Would you agree with that?:
0: Yeah, definitely. and it looks like I, mean, I- he has an adorable cat. they're a black cat and his PFP right there um so yeah, man, how can you be depressed with a with a beautiful cat? I'm sorry, I'm kidding I, I do it all the time. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I just recommend that, you know, you got to make some major change-up in your life. You got to take drastic measures to try to chill out. Go, go on a goddamn spa day. Get a deep tissue m- sports massage. You know, get a haircut. Buy a hooker. You know, et cetera. Get a puppy. Some people lose their chill. So
1: one way, that anxiety, that energy... Convert it and give back.
2: Habitat for humanity. Go do something for somebody right, else. Right, right,
0: right. And, 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 and listen, get the massage with the happening, you know? <laughs> get the massage where you come at the end. Those, that's way better. I don't understand why this is frowned upon. I think it should be standard stuff, you know? Like every masseuse should have like an armband on or whatever that says whether they can do hand jobs. <laughs> but it should be a respected part of, it should be a respected part of the profession, you know. Like
1: you major. In general, we should uh, we should we, if we just allowed people to do sex work. Yeah, like you can minor in hand jobs. Better and world.
0: You can, you can major. You can major in masseuseery. Is that what you call it? Is it masseuse <laughs> Is
1: it masseuseery? <laughs> that sounds masseuseery sounds like a vaguely racist <laughs> term, but I don't know why. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> but, but what do they call it? It's oh, it's just massage.
0: It's Just massage yeah I think oh so. wow, is way better though, come on y'all <laughs> come on massry
1: how how was the restaurant eh, it was pretty good, but there's a lot of massry there, you know <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
0: masseusery. no massuseerie it doesn't sound like massages, but it does sound like you know it's like dark magic, it sounds like dark magic <laughs> um we'll see oh All that's right.
1: the that's the sixth class in Diablo four it's uh the masseuse yeah by, by the
0: way, if you have. Sent in um, applications for the uh, the editing job and stuff. We uh, we have seen them. We
1: are going over them. Rob's going over them. So yeah, yep. But he yep. got a baby on the
0: way, so it's coming. But somebody will get back no, to make, you. I've
1: I've made a decision, and I'm I'm replying to everybody. Oh, you, okay. If you, if so he he has made a decision. If, if you, if you, okay. but if you wrote in, I will, I will definitely respond to you. And I will say this as well. Um, uh, even if, because we, we chose one person for this show, but you know, Fanico has lots of other shows. And if, uh, if you wrote in, then the chances are very good that your name is in the hopper for potentially other work. Because there are a lot of other people who are writing and just saying like, hey, they're trying to get into production or they' get trying to get into into post production and so um you might get a message from me about doing some work on other shows as well okay, somebody got the jam so I can delete this
0: uh, Unless that's the person you picked damn I unstarted maybe you started maybe no I did okay just leave it let's do okay we gotta go, we'll do a couple more here what did we do sundays damn david I hope you I really do hope you feel better man that's that that's a shitty feeling but you got do you gotta do drugs. Um, or good hand jobs. Okay. Um, it's from another Brian. Hey, Brian. First time, long time here. Uh, what does that mean? Oh, first time caller, long time listener. I get it. Wanted to start off by just saying I appreciate the pod you and Rob put together every week. I've been following you since you were on Two Bears a couple years ago. And you've quickly become one of my favorite comedians and podcasters since. I got the chance to see you at the Richmond Funny Bone last year, and you fucking crushed it. Yeah, as one does. I worked at a different uh, Funny Bone back in 2015 until early 2019. One thing I always found interesting was that the comedians preferred show... Comedian first show of the weekend. Some of them like Saturday late show because they... Felt like that was when the crowds were the drunkest and the easiest to please. Some liked Friday early shows since it was often the first show of the weekend. I even remember one comedian telling me Sunday show is my favorite because it means I'm close to getting with getting the fuck back home. So my any so my question to you is that when you're doing a weekend at the club, do you have preferred show or you we know, um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say er, uh, the early Saturday show is usually the best show to me. Um, but it surprises me sometimes. But almost always, to me, that's the best show because, uh, you know. You said the early Saturday? Early Saturday, yeah. Early Saturday. Yeah. Potentially we early Friday. But the thing is, Friday people are tired because it's it's a work day, and, but the show's yeah. late. And they fool themselves. Like people, everyone thinks a Friday is the weekend, but it's really a work day, right? So people come out on a weekend and then it's cold and they sit behind a tree. So that's that's that. Um Did I say sit behind a tree? What did I say? I think that's what you I said.
1: That's yeah. yeah, what you said. Oh man. I don't know what you meant. No, I meant uh We're both sick, everybody. Both yeah, me yeah, and Brian I'm, are sick. I'm today. not I'm
0: not okay. Um and I'm on a lot of drugs. So, but uh, but the late show is the late Friday show is usually the worst, unless there's a Thursday or a Sunday. But usually, the late Friday show is the worst because everyone's tired, and they they think that the weekend they make plans for the weekend, and then and then it's and when it comes, it's a weekday, and it's late. The later show, they're more tired, or they try to keep up and get drunk. It's just, it's just less energy. They're um, tired
1: and drunk at right. the same time, and whereas on Saturday they're drunk. And right. Friday early they're tired. Now the
0: late the late Saturday show is usually the rowdiest crowd because they're just drunk drunk. Like they've been drinking before they got there and now they are drinking more. So that's usually the drunkest crowd. Some people prefer that. I don't. Um so I I think your best potential to get a great set on tape and stuff like that is usually the early. Like if I if, if I was ever in a situation where I needed to get a tape and I could only afford to tape one of the shows, it would be the early Saturday show. You
1: know? I don't like going to comedy shows late on a saturday because i think it gets a little too out of hand people get very chaotic there's a lot of talk back or even heckling from the audience and when i go see a show especially like a comedy show i want to see the comedian perform their art i don't i don't really i don't really like tons of like unnecessary crowd work and stuff like that and sometimes on a late saturday show even the even the comedians who are really good at wrangling audience wrangling the audience like you know, like a Stavros Halkias or something like that, it can be interesting to watch them do their thing, but sometimes I'm just like, Hey, can everybody shut the fuck up so this person can do their jokes that they like spent time writing?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It gets some people do get super frustrated by that. Yeah. And I've had to stop People from fighting, I, and I've never seen it come to blows—at least not in the crowd. But some people get real frustrated with hecklers, like more than I do. Um,
1: I hate that shit, dude. I hate it so much. I yeah, can't stand that shit. Just adult weirdos. I mean, I, I wish I, I wish that I wish that a lot more comedians would just pull the trigger faster on just kick that motherfucker out. Like, because because yeah, every once in a while there is like. Some chaos that happens at a show, and a comedian is able to pivot and you know squeeze something really funny out of it, and you're like, "Oh, I'm glad I was here for that." But it's that's like two percent of the time, you know. It's oh, yeah. very it's almost, rare that that happens. It's almost almost never every better. single time. It's like I wish that person had just shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, and it and it's frustrating because if you do make a funny moment of it, then a lot of people leave that show thinking that that it's okay because it was yep. funny it's like it you know, so it's it's yeah I fuck a heckler I fuck people that what it really is is they just want attention that that person is not used to sitting still for so long with no one paying attention to them right yeah all right one more hey brian and rob <laughs> big fan of the pod um right. And I've been a f I've been a fan of Brian's for a while. I'm a musician and filmmaker in NYC and trained at Berkeley College of the Music. Over the past few years, starting when I was in college, I've been extremely depressed and lost a lot of confidence and self-esteem. I've been taking care of this recently and have been improving significantly. Golly. I am now confident in my skills. In creativity but due to my depression while at college i didn't develop many connections and this continued when i got back i'm trying to establish myself in the industry but i've been feeling lost and don't really know where to start i have the necessary artistry and technical skills but little professional experience any thoughts you guys might have about steps i could take professionally and otherwise to make a name for myself would be much related again Big fan of the pod and hope to catch a show whenever you are in NYC. Oh, it was from Peter. Um so I'm not I'm not sure what he's really asking here.
1: Um he's asking what steps he so he's in a situation where he is a drummer, uh he's a musician, and he went to Berkeley, which is that's I mean As far as anything, as far as anything, it's like
0: there's a requirement for if you go to Berkeley that you have to tell everyone as soon as possible.
1: (laughs) But I'm glad that he told us that, though, because that indicates to me that he at least has the talent and the skill necessary to 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 make it at some level in the music industry. You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a rock star, but you could work in recording. You could work. At a studio, there's different things that you can do. You at least have some baseline aptitude in your chosen profession.
0: Right. Right. And he's trying to get us to what?
1: He's asking, uh, he's saying that what can he do to get started in that profession having missed out on the opportunity of uh, networking in college? Because most people, what they do, you know, it's like going to USC for filmmaking or going to Berkeley for music. One of the main thing, or going to Cal arts for, for animation or whatever, one of the main purposes of going to those schools is you get to network with the people who are going to be hiring you later on or know the people who are going to hire you later on. But he was depressed during college and he didn't have a very active social life. He didn't make those connections. So now he's feeling a little directionless or rudderless um, after graduating. So he's got the technical skills. He just doesn't have the connections. How can he go about... Making those connections, he's in New York. I I think he you has got, the skills
0: We just gotta make dope shit, just make something dope so you you know mhm like i I feel like like don't get caught up in connections. I mean you already missed out on that I I mean, it, it'll come to you I think if you start making if there's a such thing as a scene where you are and you so you participate in that scene you'll make you'll make the connections like school wasn't like your last chance to network. Yeah, you know, and I don't know enough about your field, but I'm pretty sure there's there's openings all over the fucking place, and you can you can usually approach people. Most people are approachable, you know, Maybe not the stars, but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the cure for this is, other than you just taking your rolling the dice, taking your chances, making dope shit, making art. You know, you'll make connections in no time, right? I mean, that's pretty much the only thing you can do. Or, you, know, or you could threaten somebody. You could like run up in NYU with a pistol out. I mean, I'm sorry, run up in Berkeley with a pistol out. You know, they don't have any. Um, and just and be like, yo, know, I would demand the names and numbers of everybody that was in my class.
1: Well, the other thing is, um, you know, Berkeley's in Boston. And now he's in New York. Whenever you move from one big city to another, you you have an opportunity to break out into a new scene. Right? Right, right. I mean, what an upgrade like, though. Yeah, Boston and New York is a good upgrade. But um uh what I would say is first he needs to figure out like what he wants to do in music. You know, is he does he like does he wanna be a recording engineer does he wanna does he wanna be a drum tuner for bands for like live music what what does he what does he wanna do um and then like you said get get hooked into that scene as best he can i mean if he just graduated from college or recently graduated from college like he's in his twenties like you got all the time in the fucking world dude just just he's taking care of his depression which is the main thing and then The second thing is just find a gig that can pay the bills but that puts you in proximity to the people who can put you on that track that you want to be on. That's the main thing. Figure out what you want to do. Then figure out who can hire you in that track or put you in touch with the people who can and then just be around them as much as possible.
0: And push come to shove. And make uh, yourself useful. Threaten someone with a gun.
1: Okay, yeah. Guys, that's, <laughs> a good, that's a good wrapping point
0: um, Don't forget to follow me on socials At BS Comedian My website, BrianSimpsonComedy.com For the tour dates Don't forget to go to the Comedy Frequency Our production company Don't forget to follow uh, don't, get to, don't forget Apocalypse Now With Eddie Pepperton and Kevin Tinken. And don't forget The Josh Potter Show is always on our wonderful network um, Did I forget anything? Oh yeah, don't forget to, to check out our sponsors Thank you